Yes, team, how are we doing? Hope everybody is well. And welcome back. Welcome back to an episode of the Listen Whilst You Step podcast. And uh, today we are doing a double whammy. We have an IG live going and we are recording this for the podcast. Ben, dude, I hope you are well. Looking forward to uh, catching up when you come out to the sand pit. Uh, we're going to be getting a couple of photo shoots in, which is absolutely epic. Ryan, hope you are well. Um, guys, I hope everyone is well. We're just going to be running over a little bit of a Q&A today, but just give people a, bit, a little bit of an update about kind of where I am, what is going on. Um, I am currently in Dubai, sat on my balcony. Uh looking at not much really this balcony is uh not offering too much um and it's been epic whilst you've been here already it was incredible to meet joe uh parish my coach over here for the first time in person we had an absolutely incredible weekend um nice chilled one at uh wet deck out on the w on the palm uh chilled out good people good vibes it was absolutely incredible and um, training wise whilst we've been here i have been absolutely humbled by the heat to say the least okay we had a running session on friday Woke up nice and early thinking, hey, look, I'm going to go there, get this running session in before it gets too hot. Uh, Uber was being an absolute nightmare. Then I sat in traffic. Then I got there and uh, couldn't find the place. So I had to go back to find another place. Then once we got there, I had to sign up for a membership and all this, that. And everything that went wrong, went wrong. So I didn't end up running until nearly half nine. And my God, it was hot. I had... Uh, five one kilometer sprints um, to tick off. And uh, we literally did three. And I think I was about to explode. My head was absolutely booming um, with the heat. It was like 37, 38 degrees. Um, safe to say that this is going to take a little bit of time to get used to the heat and the temperature and just training uh, at the intensity that we are currently um, <laughs> in, in this heat. But it's been a lesson to say the least. And I'm very much looking forward to kind of going back and training in some reasonable temperatures obviously chasing these next goals uh, that we are going to be working towards which i will kind of cover on this because uh, i've definitely had a couple of questions about what is next from me but coming up with question number one and if anybody on the instagram live does have any questions please feel free just bang them in the chat box and i will come back to them in the end but question number one is how do i progress my training now um here this is one of the biggest mistakes that i see when it comes to people's training is they do not give their body a reason to change if you want to build muscle, just create a jaw-dropping physique that makes others go, holy shit, you have to give your body a reason to change, okay? Um, so many people come to me like, Simon, I'm not quite seeing the results that I want to. I'm like, okay, great. How much did you squat uh, a year ago? They say 50 kilos. I'm like, great. How much do you squat now? They say 50 kilos ago. You wonder why you're staying the same? If you want your body to change, then you have to give it a reason to, okay? So progressing your training. We, with our clients, use a triple progression method, okay? We have single progression, double progression, and triple progression. I'm just going to explain double progression because I think it will be the most uni universally beneficial for everybody, okay? Very simply, you're going to give yourself a rep range, okay? This may be different depending on different movements. Just Let's just say, for example, you've got a squat and you're doing three sets of four to six reps, okay? You will stay at the same weight until you can do six, 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 all of the sets at the top of the rep range. Once you've managed to do this, you will increase the weight. Okay, so let's say they managed to do 60 kilos for 666. That means you just go to the next smallest increment on the way up. That might be 62 and a half. Okay, then you go 62 and a half. If you can get all of the set to the top of the rep range again, then guess what? You go up again, you go to 65. But then let's say you only managed to get 664 
That's absolutely fine. You're still within the rep range, but because you haven't managed to do all of the sets at the top of the rep range, the weight will stay the same. Okay. And the weight will then stay the same until you manage to do all of the sets at the top of the rep range. But every single session, you should be going in with the goal of progressing one of three ways, adding more weight when you hit the top of the rep range, adding more reps when you can't achieve the top of the rep range, even if it's just one rep or controlling the movement with better control and better technique. Okay. That is going to be the most simple way to progress your training. Okay. Uh, question, how do I overcome nausea during a workout? Uh, I'm years, I'm years old boy. Okay. Not understand what you mean by, mean by that, but in terms of nausea, when you're working out one, just look at when you're eating around your workout. Okay. Two, uh, just don't work out quite so hard. Don't think that you have to go and do absolutely everything to get results. Sometimes less is actually more, less is going to be beneficial. Take it nice and easy. And then you can build on top of this. Okay. So dude, if you're 16 years old, um, you want the most simple training program that you could possibly get, make sure it's comfortable to start with, and then you can slowly build on top of things from there okay um bum, 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 bum. someone said uh i need this i'm presuming that is our coaching uh if you are interested in working with us on a one-to-one -one basis around your training nutrition support accountability and being part of an absolutely thriving community just drop me a message off the back of this podcast or this ig live saying i'm in we have a chat about where you are where you want to be and how we might be able to potentially help you okay um but back to some questions how do I get into hybrid training from never doing it before? Okay, so again, it's gonna be very, very simple to kind of almost like the nausea thing. We've got to look at this and think less is more. You do not want to go and start running, biking, swimming, doing strength training, bodybuilding, everything at once, okay? Find your lowest barrier of entry, okay? Is it that you're currently weight training three times a week and you want to start doing a little bit of running, okay? Just start by doing one run a week. Okay. And I'd say the biggest thing with this is you have to start to realize that everything won't progress as quickly because you're trying to juggle a few different things. Strength and fitness is specific. Okay. You do more squats, you get better at squats. You do more running, you get better at running. You do more bench press, you get better at bench press. Okay. Strength and fitness is specific. Okay. So the more you do of something, the better you'll get. Whereas well, because when we're training for hybrid, we're doing a little bit of everything. It can take longer to progress, but it can be super enjoyable and allow you to stay consistent. So what I would say is one, don't try and do too much at once. Two, do it. If you're doing any cardiovascular fitness, endurance work or stuff like that, run at a low intensity or train at a low intensity. Okay. If you're biking, if you're swimming, if you're running, don't go too quickly. Okay. The biggest mistake, and I think so many people say they hate running because they just run too fast. Yeah, if you're running too fast and your heart rate is freaking through the roof, it's going to suck because everything is painful and it's just not enjoyable, okay? What I would like you to do is run in an aerobic zone, okay? So this is a low-intensity zone too, okay? To work out this, you're going to do your... Uh, so what you want to do is your 180, 180 minus your age, and I want you to keep your heart rate below that when you're doing your endurance work, okay? So for me, 180 minus, I'm about to be 25, means 155, okay? I'm gonna be aiming to keep my heart rate below 155 when I'm first starting hybrid training because I want to keep the intensity low. I want to build my aerobic base, okay? The bigger the base, the bigger the pyramid. This is why my uh, logo of aesthetic strength is a triangle because we like the base so that we can peak at the top, 
Okay, so run at a low intensity and just slowly build it up, slowly build it up. Don't try and do everything at once or all of a sudden you'll have a terrible, terrible relationship with hybrid training. Okay, if you guys would be interested in knowing a little bit more about how I would set up a hybrid training protocol, um, let me know in the comments, drop me a message. I'd find it massively interesting as I know I've been getting a lot of questions about kind of hybrid stuff recently. But moving on to the next question. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Andy Me himself, are you over Andy Me beating you in football and table tennis? No, dude, I had literally had to cry myself to sleep last night. Not going to lie, bit of an embarrassing moment, but I'm um, not going to be a bad loser. <laughs> um, moving on to the next question, and uh, safe to say that this is absolutely one of the most asked questions that I get. And very, very simply, um, We'll come back to that one. My phone is having a little bit of a disaster. But this one is how do I maintain results? Okay. Now, I think one, we have to have asked the question, what is maintenance? Because a lot of people get this wrong because from the get-go, they set themselves up to fail. JK, hope you're well, my man. Um, with this, okay, we want to look at things. We have to understand that maintenance is a range. If we're looking at it from a physique perspective, you're never going to be able to maintain, say, 70 kilos day in, day out, week in, week out, because life just happens. Our body weight fluctuates from day to day. So in my eyes, maintenance, and this is what we use with our one-to-one -one clients, maintenance is holding your body weight within 5% for about six months, okay? If you've proved that you can hold your body weight within a 5% range for six months, you've proved you have the habits, the routines, the structures, and the knowledge of how to maintain your results for the long term, okay? So if you're a 60 kilo person, you're going to be aiming to hold your body weight between 60 and 63 kilos. That is maintenance. Okay. You are never going to be able to maintain your body weight exactly. You know, if you're creeping up in that, you probably need to tighten up. If you're lower on that, you've probably got a little bit more flexibility. But now we've cleared what maintenance is, is cleared up what maintenance is. How do we achieve that? And now this is one of the biggest things that people forget is Everybody does incredibly when they run a diet. They have awesome habits, awesome routine, awesome structure, awesome planning, time management, dedication. And then they finish the diet and it all goes completely out the window. Because what got you somewhere works. If shit isn't broken, don't fucking change it. Okay? Keep it simple and you just look at the habits and the protocols that you have in place around your training, your nutrition, your lifestyle, and keep them. Okay, don't change anything. If your morning routine is working really well, where you wake up, you have a coffee, you go for some steps, keep it. Don't change it. Okay, if eating at certain times throughout the day works well for you, keep it. Don't change it. If not really eating breakfast and pushing breakfast back works for you, don't change it. Okay, if shit ain't broken, don't fucking change it. Okay, that is one of the biggest things that I see when it comes to maintaining is one, understanding what maintenance is, and then two, not changing because when you know something works, you just have to need to stick to it. Okay, the other thing is also just now getting yourself excited for training, get excited for performance. Because if you've undergone a fat loss phase, you've been very fixated on what you can see in the mirror, things like that. And constantly doing that, sometimes it can create a poor relationship with the mirror, with yourself, uh, with the scales. We want to shift our focus now focus on performance how strong can i be how fit can i be how functional how flexible can i be so now you can see different um measures of progress this is going to positively you positively reinforce you sticking to your habits your protocols and your routines okay so one hold your body weight within five percent that's what maintenance is two don't change your routines habits and structures three 
focus on performance, get excited about going in and getting crazy, crazy strong and fit. Okay. Next one. Next one was what are the best exercises for abs? Okay. Now look at this two ways. Okay. And people say to me, uh, what are the best movements for abs? Okay. Now you get different responses from different coaches. Okay. And I'm going to make this in a very, very simple way so that everyone can understand. You have your internal core, your stabilizers, the thing that support your spine, and you have your external core, your superficial core, your quote unquote six pack. Okay. We need to train both. When you're training deadlifts, squats, compound movements, different things like that, you're training your internal core. If you want visual abs that will start to pop through one it's going to be a little bit genetic because not everybody has a blocky six pack or anything like that but just like any muscle if we train them and we can develop them they will poke through the skin a little bit more so some of my personal favorite movements is i don't think you want to train core or abs any differently to any other movement okay so we want to train it in a range of different rep ranges we want to train it two to three times a week and we want to progress okay my three to four favorite core exercises one is going to be a cable crunch okay the reason being is that you can progress it you can get strong at it two is going to be a some form of leg raise whether that be a hanging leg raise uh, a dip machine leg raise a laying leg raise just some form of leg raise personally i like the one where you're on your elbows on the dip machine okay three is going to be a rollout because it's going to challenge our core in a slightly different way and it's going to also be really good for back health four would be a weighted plank okay this is going to be training more internal core and stabilize if you want a freaky strong squat and deadlift get crazy strong on planks I remember when I was playing rugby and I saw some of the props, it was some of the strongest dude that I'd ever seen. There was people doing planks in there with a hundred kilos on their back for 30 seconds. Okay. If you can do that, I promise you every single number that you lift in the gym will go absolutely through the fucking roof. Okay. Um, and then another couple that would be really good are side planks. Again, really good just for targeting and keeping some different muscles very strong. And then a reverse garum raise, which I've just put into my program recently, um, has also been really, really good as well. Okay. Um, Oh, here's a, here's a belter. What are my goals at the moment? Okay, number one, maintenance is a big goal for me at the moment. Okay, um, we've just come out the back of a fat loss phase. We are down around seven, seven, seven kilos-ish. Um, body composition is feeling in a good place. Fairly lean, not the leanest I've ever been, but in terms of how I feel being this lean, I'm very, very happy. So my goal is to maintain my weight between kind of 83 and 85 to 86 kilos. Um, if I'm higher on that, then I need to tighten up. If I'm lower, I've got a bit more flexibility. Okay, so that's from a physique perspective. From a performance perspective, we are chasing the five and 500 challenge. Okay, so that is squatting 500 pounds, 227 and a half kilos, and then running a sub five minute mile in the same day, um, which is proving to be very, very challenging. I think the squat is there at the moment, uh, but the running is still a little bit behind, particularly running in the heat. Um, after this, just to paint a little bit of a picture over the next kind of year or so for people, um, and also to hold myself accountable to these, we have, uh, in July, we have a photo shoot that I will be doing where we'll be going, getting absolutely dick skin thin inside out shredded again. Um, in July from there, we're going to build into a marathon or an ultra marathon, some kind of endurance event, not hundred percent sure on exactly what we're going to be doing there. We'd love to do an ultra marathon, probably 50 to hundred K something like that. Um, and then this time next year, 
uh, we are going to be doing the half Ironman in Dubai, the 70.3, um, which is going to be absolutely incredible and I cannot wait for. But uh, I will keep you guys up to date and give you a bit more insight into exactly where we are, what's going on, particularly in terms of goals and physique and different things like that. Okay. Now, last question, and then I will slowly wrap these things up. Uh, but the last question was just, why do I love Dubai so much? Now, I think this is a funny one. And I actually had a, a call with one of our clients the other day and we were talking about Dubai and I never thought that I would like to buy. I thought it was a bit showy, a bit glammy. Wasn't sure if you'd be able to act a certain way, do a certain thing. Now, I'll tell you one thing. Dubai is completely different to what you think it would be. It is very relaxed, very enjoyable. The social life is incredible. Um, it's just, it sounds really weird. It's incredibly clean. The people are very nice. The people are very friendly. Um, the service is absolutely nuts. Like, just to give this as an example, I came here... Um, 2019 we came in sorry may last year i came here for about a month and there was a, two coffee shops that me and one of my friends kev uh, would always go to after we worked out one was called common grounds absolutely incredible acai bowl another one was called coffee club um banging coffee and then just also has an incredible view of the marina after six months i went back to these um shops and i walked in they went simon how are you doing uh, iced americano and poached eggs on toast uh, is that what you want the usual and i was like what the fuck like after six months they've still remembered my name and then they even went oh is your friend kevin not with you i was like oh my god what is going on not only did that happen in one coffee shop i then walked over to the other one later that afternoon they did the exact same thing so it just goes to show the attention to detail over here is absolutely incredible. Lewis, hope you are, are well, my man. Hopefully you'll be getting out to the sandpit soon and we can get some naughty sessions in um, on the, the rooftop at TK. Uh, but yeah, I love Dubai. I think one of the biggest things that attracts me to Dubai is just the land of opportunity. Um, it's the kind of place that one conversation that could change your life. I have an incredible friendship group out here, um, a very, very like-minded, hardworking individuals who just want to do good in the world. They want to be the best version of themselves. And it's incredibly inspiring to be here. One, in the environment. Two, with these people. Three, something else which I love here is just your quality of your downtime is really, really good. Um, you can go on a half-day holiday to the beach. The weather is awesome, obviously. Maybe a little too hot sometimes but yeah i'm gonna stop banging on about dubai i absolutely love it we're now move, kind of moving the business out here and i'm gonna be spending a lot more time here this is going to be kind of be my hub for the next couple of years whilst we are traveling a bit so dubai will be the hub and then we'll go off to different countries and things like that from there so yeah guys i hope this was useful um if anybody has any questions i will just stay on this instagram live um for a little bit of a longer time if anybody is just joining now and would like to kind of catch up with this i will be uploading this to our podcast um and if you haven't checked out the podcast go and hit the link in my bio we did an absolutely incredible podcast last week with johnny uh one my best friend and two he is one of our client success coaches within as talking about uh what it's like to be around elite performance he was doing an internship with bath rugby a premier uh, standard club um literally spending day in day out hour in hour with some of the most elite performers in the rugby space um he's been spending time with them and uh he's just kind of given us a bit of an insight to what it is to be like how do they think how do they act how's their training different what's their nutrition like what's their sleep their recovery their habits their mindset um it was an absolutely incredible training so guys have an absolutely freaking incredible uh, day. If you are listening back to this on the podcast, I appreciate you as always. Please give this a share to your story and tag me at Simon Johnson Fitness. If you have any ideas of what you would like me to cover on the podcast, guests you might want me to get on, please just make sure you let me know and I will see you all in the next episode.